Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Soul Secretions. It's been a long time coming. It has been a struggle to um, contribute to my projects when my spirit feels it because of, you know, just my life as it stands right now and the responsibilities that I have. And um, (laughs) for the past, like, almost two hours, I have been trying to make a YouTube video on the stresses of being a stay-at-home mom and then just family life in general. And I had made, like, three or four attempts and had gotten into my flow and was really sharing myself on that YouTube video. And I had put my girls in the room for naps. And normally if I would make them go in the room for naps, they it may be a bit of, a little bit of a struggle, but they would never test me so much as to come all the way out of the room continuously while I'm in the midst of recording. And I just had so many interruptions just today alone trying to talk about this subject and um, these struggles is what has kept me away from really doing what I feel called to do in my soul and in my spirit and I've really been struggling with just trying to strike a balance between the things that my spirit calls me to do that does not necessarily have to do with my children and between those things that do have to do with my children and family life. And I focus mainly on the children because one thing, and I mean as opposed to like always including my husband in the mix, because one thing that I have learned since having children is that for the mother who is an active mother, in the life of her children. There is so much more that goes on her plate, especially when she's a stay-at-home mom. But even when she's not, there is so much that is on the plate of the woman, of the mother. And um, I've had no choice but to primarily focus on my children because I had found that Like a lot of areas in my relationship, I found that I was putting in more work, way more work, way more work into understanding them, into educating them, into tending to the deepest of their needs beyond diaper changes and eating and all the easy stuff. The easy stuff is changing diapers, eating, washing dishes. And my husband, he's really good with those things. He's not the average guy who feels, oh, I'm not going to change a diaper. That's a woman's job. I'm not going to wash dishes. That's a woman's job. I'm not going to cook. That's a woman's job. All of that bullshit. He's not that guy. But at the same time, while family members and friends and whatever was praising, you know, my husband for the role that he has taken on and the acts of love that he 
does commit or or does perform at the same time me being a conscious mother I understand that that's the easy part but for most of the people who would be looking at my life from the outside in they would just praise you know him and and share those praises with me about because they're observing him doing things that they're not used to their men doing but when you are the kind of woman that is on a whole other level and you're beyond like just put it like this there are women who yeah you need to step up to the next level and get you a guy that's not a deadbeat and a guy that you know will do for you will do for the kids actively physically do things for you and for the children and and not treat you like his personal servant and the servant to the children there are some women that do need to graduate to that level in terms of relationships if they subscribe to the traditional relationships but if you're a woman that has already reached you've already graduated from the deadbeats and you manifested a relationship with a man such as my husband that is very active in the physical duties the physical responsibilities of taking care of home taking care of the children taking care of the wife when you're conscious and your soul is pulling you to an even higher level then you realize that there's more to it than just the physical duties you have to be tuned in you have to use creative thinking you have to tap your soul your spirit you got to tap the spirit and the soul of your children you have to really be patient and i mean this is even a struggle even for me because i've spent so many years in and out of hermit mode focusing on self isolating myself you know in between times that i was social and partying and hanging out i always had those those times in my life that i would draw back into hermit mode and which was my primary source from the time i was a young girl i was fending for myself i was thinking and feeling for myself feeling like nobody else was really thinking and fending for me so i learned that i learned that through and through how to take care of me and so it's it's hard for me to constantly be observant of other energies such as those that come along with my children and in this case even my husband i have to now observe my husband from a different standpoint because now he's a father and now there's a whole new dynamic that is cropping up on top of anything else that may have been there before children now it's something it it's so much more now because now you realize as a conscious parent or mother you realize wait a minute there's so much more to this thing and i keep saying conscious because if you're unconscious and you're just going through the motions of parenting and you're just doing what you got to do to get through these early stages until they go into school then it may be a little bit easier but when you realize that no the work begins while they're in the womb and when you actively start to do that work while they're in the womb and then when they come out you are not light on contributing you you don't go at it lightly then in bring you start to look at 
who's doing what, who's not doing what. And you start to feel the effects of your brain shutting down, your spirit weakening, your body feeling pain. You're, 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 you know, you're feeling this pain in your body because you've given almost show, what, what feels like your entire self to something and have not received the proper healing. And last year, I went through extreme amounts of depression. Last year, year before last, especially 2017. And it was in 2018, it really was mainly 2017. But even 2018 brought with this some major challenges because, well, first, let me just say in 2017, it was really hard because that's when I really, really, 2016 and 2017 is when I really began to see the struggles. And I never had a support system. I'm in, I'm in Texas, away from family, away from friends. And the universe saw fit to bless us with children once we got here, away from family and friends. And, you know, the other side of the blessing is the curse. So imagine going from feeling like, oh, I had these miracle babies and, you know, I had... I struggled through a few miscarriages when I was in Michigan and then I got to Texas and, you know, when I tried to, when I didn't want the pregnancies and I tried herbal remedies like parsley and it didn't work when it's always worked in the past, it didn't work. And I ended up with two children and it went from me feeling like, oh, these are my miracle babies, I'm blessed, to feeling like I was cursed because I didn't have the support from family. I didn't have the support during those six weeks of postpartum that you are supposed to rest. I didn't get that. And during the pregnancies, I was on bed rest because I was on bed rest. I won't go into all of that, but I had to be on bed rest for extensive amounts of time. And I didn't have that support. I had to fend for myself at times that I could have lost my child, my children, my girls, but those pregnancies were strong and they were Oh, man. No problems giving birth, natural births, no medications, going through the full natural process of a vaginal birth. No numbing of anything, feeling that intensity of pushing life through me. And I felt wonderful for having done that, but it did not take long before, like I said, what felt like miracles, what felt like blessings began to feel like curses because I wasn't getting the help. I wasn't getting the support and I was struggling so intensely with thoughts of, am I just complaining? Am I not a good mother? There are other mothers who have done it. I'm doing too much. I'm complaining. I'm crying too much. I'm not a good mother because I'm complaining and I'm crying too much. I'm not a good mother because I've spazzed out on my children. I'm not a good mother because I've spazzed out in front of my children. All these things and then some. And then I finally realized through my own insight, through my own internal dialogue, through looking at articles, through sharing experiences, you know, from other mothers or listening to other mothers, I finally realized that no, what I'm doing is not normal. It's not the way the nature intended it. Nature didn't intend for single 
familyhood, a family isolated into itself with no support system, a mother isolated into herself inside of a family with no support system. And like I was emphasizing earlier, while my husband is wonderful at contributing for the most part in a physical, very, very physical way, helping with the physical things that need to be handled, such as, like I said, diaper changes and getting clothes on and bathing. And he's wonderful at that. But like I said, when you are the kind of parent that you don't parent unconsciously, you don't turn your responsibilities over to other people, then you start to see that it's more to it than the physical labor, the physical contributions. There is a level, there is a, a huge mental, there's a lot of mental work that goes into it. There's a lot of heart feeling with your heart feeling with your soul and I was doing that from the time I carried them in my womb and I'm doing it all the way up until now and when you realize that you're the only person in your married team so to speak that is really tuning into the children and I don't mean tuning in in terms of like playing and I mean really learning them, understanding what they need individually and not so quickly allowing yourself to be taken to the child level because you're frustrated and you don't want to think it and feel it through. You more so just want to act right, like the traditional, like the, the not traditional, but just, you just want to act right. You don't some people don't want to put the creative thinking and the creative work into getting act right. And so I find that a lot of times things are a bit more smooth. I've established a routine with the girls being by myself, even though it's still a big struggle and it's stressful and it, it it's, it's taking me into periods of depression, being by myself majority of the time with them. But what I found is that a lot of times it is a lot more stress-free when it is just us because then when dad comes, dad is either one very easygoing and they get to get away with a lot of things or either two, dad is not so easygoing, but then it's more so just not feeling, getting a feel for what they need or... You know, um, and, and I'm, I'm only saying this not to put my husband on blast and not to even just spew out my whole entire personal life. But I feel like this is a real dynamic that a lot of women don't discuss. And I'm tired of hiding. I'm tired of pretending that everything is OK. I'm tired. I feel like my soul and my spirit has called me to share this experience because when I look out in the world and I try to go for articles and things, there's a lot of women hiding and pretending that it's okay because they want to hold up this image of having the perfect family life when it's anything but perfect, it's anything but functional. It's, 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 it's when it's killing you. And I'm, I'm tired of feeling like I'm dying at the hands of family life because there is an imbalance in the amount of work that's being put in overall.
because there's more than just the physical kids are energy we're all energy and we have to learn to work with each other's energy this is how we get along this is how we create synergy this is how we create sync we get in sync with each other it's through true love and understanding and a devotion to understanding each other and i've always been devoted to trying to understand people and to get people to understand me and so last year i had at the actually at the end of 2017 i had this frank discussion with my husband and i said you know i really feel like you know as much as we tried and i've tried to garner a support system you know as a couple sisters i met through some family members here and and it just never worked out um getting the assistance you know the the nanny or the babysitter or whatever it's hard because you really got to get a feel for people and once again it goes back to conscious parenting when you know that it's not just about oh i need a break from my kids can you come watch these kids no that that's not me i'm not that person even when i go and visit my family i'm very particular about I was, especially when my children were smaller. I was very particular about, and I still am, about who I left them with, family or not. And, I mean, this would even, I don't, even if it's grandmother or grand, grandfather, if, if there's certain things in the environment that I'm like, oh, no, I'm just, I'm sorry, I just think it's not good for a child, I would not leave my child. And I didn't care, I don't care how people feel about it, and I still won't. But I've, I've loosened the reins some, you know, because I realized that I need it. I have to because my sanity depends on it. My health depends on it. My soul and my spirit depends on it. But I forgot where I was going there. But I basically I had this discussion and I said, you know, I told my husband, I said, I feel like that we are limiting ourselves as people in general, but especially as a family who could have support we're limiting ourselves because there's this unspoken rule or whatever that oh if we make friends it has to be the same sex it, I, if i make a friend it has to be a woman if you make a friend it has to be a man and i told him i, I said i don't want that because what i'm finding is that we need a support system and i don't want to feel like oh the only support systems that i can be open to is if it comes in the form of a woman of a female and I feel like that is nonsense because in the same way that a woman could support you and help you to move along help me I mean as a woman a man could come along and do the same thing in various ways and I told my husband I said I feel like we we have to get out of this uh, this this belief that oh it's just about sex like like the first thing we want to go to is Oh, but what if they try to have sex? And even if it's not the first thing we outwardly say in terms of, you know, entertaining the opposite sex as friends, it's what we're thinking and what we're feeling, which is what causes us to have apprehension about our mates dealing with someone of the same sex or the opposite sex from them. You get what I mean? So I know that was a bit wordy, but we had this conversation and he was like, I feel you. He was like, I'm, I'm down with that. I said, and I told him, I said, so this means if we're out and we click with people and it happens to be somebody of the opposite sex, I want us to be okay with making friends and networking. And it was, it was around more than just, you know, 
help with kids and, and support with family life. I mean, it was just in general, I really was feeling this urge to network with people, to move along, to help my projects get off the ground and help other people with their projects. I can give them something. They can give me something, a true sharing. I've been feeling this energy of wanting to progress in personal relationships, wanting to mix and mingle with my brothers and sisters, especially and not be limited to sex, not be not limited, but not be limited because somebody's afraid that, oh, you're going to fall for somebody. You're going to have sex with this person. All of these things that really don't matter. Because the most important thing is our sanity, is our healing, is our love. And yes, a struggle because you're going to meet people that are going to be about sex and they are going to play games and they are going to not take you seriously. They're not going to really care about what you're going through. They're only going to care about what they want from you because they may see you as this sexy beast or this beautiful being that they must have or that they have to be physical with in some kind of way or whatever. So it's definitely a struggle, but this whole thing, you know, me struggling with depression, you know, from 2015 up to now, you know, it had led to those conversations with my husband about being open to making friends of the opposite sex if the universe sees fit to put somebody of a like vibration in front of us. That, for instance, you know, like, if I needed some type of support, like I needed someone to come through and say, hey, would you mind um, maybe coming through and bringing me a carton of milk? You know, asking a male friend, like if I, if there are no, if I don't, haven't made any female friends yet, but I happen to have made a male friend that seemed like good peoples and we're getting to know each other and I want to shoot a text or a phone call and say, hey, I needed a carton of milk, but I'm with my girls now. I don't feel like necessarily getting them bundled up just to go get a carton of milk. Could you please run that by? I feel like I, I should be able to do this. Women should be able to do this if you're a stay-at-home, even if you're not, whatever the circumstance. A man, same thing. If it just happens to be that it's a lady friend that you need to ask for a favor, for assistance, for support, we have, I feel like it's essential. We have to get back to the village. We have to, we want unity. We want black unity on every level, but the levels where it really matters, which is in our personal spaces, in our personal lives where we're really struggling. Where we're really struggling to be happy, to feel supported, to feel loved. And I'm just, I just feel it's a shame that there's so much struggle around this, whether it's inside of your relationship with jealousies and insecurities and, and the inability for us to get our heads around the opposite sex being a part of our unions or whatever, you know. It's, it's hurting us. It's not helping us. These, these limited, very limiting ways of looking at interactions between humans and like I said we say we want all this unity between brothers and sisters but we can't even get our minds around our husbands 
interacting with someone of the opposite sex or our wives interacting with someone of the opposite sex, our girlfriends, our boyfriends, whatever label you want to put on it. We can't get our minds around this inside the relationship. But then outside, some people, it's, so, it's hard. It's really hard to get the support system, even from the sisters. It's hard because people are so wishy-washy. They, t- they tell you they'll come through. They don't come through. You know, you make appointments, you know, to, to get to know people. Let's spend some time. Let's just spend some time with my family. Cancellation. It, it's hard to pull things together. The support system that you need, it is so hard. And I just, I don't know what to do. And I just wanted to share this kind of a bearing of the soul. That's why I call it soul secretions because I don't want to hold back. And I'm even doing this knowing very well that, I don't know, never mind. Um, But yeah, this way of of thinking and feeling of mine, which is based in love, based in in love and goodness and honesty and it's caused so much pain and while I've had to deal with the egos of people people's egos especially men the egos of men in this whole matter here that I'm discussing I've had to deal with the egos of men and at the same time, I struggled at the soul and spiritual level because I feel like they never truly get it. <laughs> they never truly get it. And um, I've even gone as far as to say, like, I need a female roommate. Or if I was ever single, I would not go into another serious relationship with a man because if I'm honest, I find that it's not, it doesn't support you in the raising of your children, a loving environment for your children, because at least in the beginning, there's a lot of selfish behavior. People want what they want from you and they don't care to really understand your struggle. At least I haven't come up on that yet I haven't come up on it yet I'm hopeful because I'm seeing these communities at least through social media that's cropping up in these different cities and even in the city that I I am in I'm seeing that there is a conscious community here but I'm just not sure how conscious people are because I've met these some of these conscious people whether it's been through social media or just happening to pass by them in in real life so to speak I've seen how it's still, it's been a struggle to make a true connection because people are so swayed by how you look and they get so caught up in that that they aren't able to feel beneath the surface for what you really need. And I mean men in that case, but even the women, you know, nobody is really truly 
at least it, I'm just saying this is my experience so far. I'm not saying that there that this is the general case for all of humanity. I'm speaking only about my own experience and just saying that even when it's come to women, whether it's been family members or it's been a couple of sisters that I've, you know, made made acquaintance with or or, or have befriended that was offering help. But then when it was time, there was just all this confusion and there was all these obstacles and it was just like, oh my God, I'm struggling to get this support system even when it comes to the sisters, you know, constant, like I said, constant cancellation. Oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it or I'll try to make it this time or that time. And it's just like, nobody's really taking it seriously. Nobody's really making the connection. And so the struggles of family life, relationship life, parenthood, motherhood has taken me away from my inspirations, my outside inspirations, you know, in terms of my soul secretions, platforms, working on my novel, working on my poetry book. Oh my God, it's, it's just so much stuff that has gone on hold because I've been really struggling to come out of stress, come out of depression and stay out of depression. And it's almost like I've been suffering this very, very long period of heartache. <laughs> like my heart has just been broken. Has <laughs> been broken like for like at least three years now. And that's the amount of time that my my girls, my angels have been on this earth. And um, last year was a real struggle because I just, <laughs> when people say that it's sometimes a lie is better than the truth or whatever it is or whatever, whatever that saying is about, <laughs> I'm forgetting what it is, but I'll just say like, Everybody cannot handle your honesty. And my honesty last year, being honest, just being myself, being as transparent with everyone close to me as I could, with my husband, whatever, it just, it led to some deep, deep heartache, some spiritual struggles. And, um, yeah. So I'm still working through a lot of things. I'm still hopeful that I will get the support that I need. But what I'm trying to work through now, I guess, is coming to some type of understanding inside of my relationship. Because it's still been this struggle and there's been all this ego stuff and jealousies and things of that nature. When the only raw thing my soul has been calling out for is support mental stimulation, spiritual stimulation, soul stimulation, just being able to feel at peace somewhere, somehow, and to feel like I can finally just rest and relax and not have to put in so much of the effort that I've had to put in because maybe there would be somebody else there putting in that same effort, giving me the true break the true rest, the true relaxation that I need. So 
not sure if anybody, any mothers or stay-at-home fathers or fathers in general or mothers in general, not sure if anybody out there can feel me. I know this is a rather long episode here, but I will. If you hung out with me for this long and you listened for this long, thank you. I love you and I appreciate you. And uh, thanks for holding this space with me and for, yeah, understanding because uh, understanding would have um, caused you to continue on listening. All right, peace, love, and light. I'm going to go ahead and sign out before this thing ends up being 40 minutes long. I love you.